0: I'm Sam Carter.
1: And I'm Dean Lowry.
0: This is Carter and Lowry.
1: Let's get started. Welcome back to Carter and Lowry, episode number 59. And we are back uh, after our Christmas special. And you know, it's just me and Sam today. Uh, but Sam, my opening question to you is, what do you like better, pickles or cucumbers?
0: Um. Oh, that's tough. I've never thought about that. Um, I love both, but uh, pickles just have a little more flavor, so I have to go with pickles.
1: And uh, I'm a pickle man too. Um, but I'm a little bit weird uh, about pickles. I like them dipped in ketchup. Okay. Sam, what do you think about that?
0: Uh, I wish you hadn't told me that.
1: I I think you should. I think you should try it at least before you judge me that hard uh, but okay. enough talk about pickles uh, it's time to talk about um, our football segment we're combining college football and the nfl since we basically already talked about everything there is to talk about with college football obviously the clemson tigers will take on uh, iowa state uh, coming up here tomorrow uh, in the Cheesy bowl and uh, sam on a scale of one to ten uh, where's your confidence uh, with this game um iowa
0: state is a good team uh but i think clemson is criminally underrated um, I think that I am out of 10, probably an 8. That's how confident mm-hmm. I am that we can beat Iowa State.
1: And, uh, how much, uh, would this win, uh, really mean to the Clemson program, or do you feel like this game is just kind of, uh, meaningless?
0: Um, I think, you know, it's just a consolation bowl, but I think that this would really be something for... Maybe college football as a whole, um, just to see like like Clemson's been one of the one of the biggest programs of college football the past few years, and to have a quote unquote mediocre season and still get ten wins is pretty pretty remarkable. Um, mm. So yeah,
1: yeah, and the standards are high uh, there, obviously. So uh, I think you could uh, really, you know, maybe. Kind of flip the uh, tone of the season all around. Um, But the Tar Heels will take on uh, South Carolina still in the Dukes-Man Bowl. Uh, That game is on Thursday at 11.30 a.m. So uh, make sure you wake up early for that one and a chance uh, to claim uh, the Carolina championship, I guess, um, there. And then obviously you got uh, the college football playoff on New Year's Eve, Alabama-Cincinnati, and Michigan-Georgia. Sam, your final picks uh, in these two games?
0: Um... Unfortunately, I still have to go with Alabama in this one, Um, but in the uh, Michigan-Georgia game, I can't remember what I've picked the past few times you've asked me, Um, but I think with a completely healthy Georgia team, um, they're just going to be too hard to stop, and I don't really know how good Michigan really is, Um, so I still have to go with, with Georgia.
1: Yeah, I'm going to pick uh, Alabama and Michigan. I still think their defense is pretty stellar. And uh, questions uh, come up, for me at least, um, after that Alabama-Georgia game on uh, Georgia's defense. Uh, But what could have been, I remember Alabama, uh, they were down by a touchdown late against Auburn. Could have all been over for them, but they're here now. True. And it looks like they're primed for another championship, but uh, still got to play the games. And uh, in the NFL – uh you got the Steelers, Sam, and uh tell us tell us what happened there.
0: Um another loss. Uh this has been a tough season as a Steelers fan. Um You know, I don't think the playoffs are in our future. Fourth in the AFC North. Um we gotta get a win. I I mean we gotta win out. Um and there's only what three more games in the season?
1: Two games left.
0: Two. Yep. Yeah, I. It's not looking good. Um, but you know, we'll see.
1: Yeah, you know they still have a, a chance, uh, to you know make it, but it's going to be difficult. Um, since you know they can only get to nine wins, and uh, six teams in the AFC already have nine wins, so they're gonna need a little bit of help. But not over yet. But one team, it is over four. Is the Carolina Panthers who played terribly uh, this past week, uh, losing 32-6, and there's zero identity with this team. Um, You know, it's really, the situation has gotten quite bleak, and it just looks like there's no hope. Uh, Maybe a firing of Matt Rule is, you know, the answer, but I just don't know at this point. And, uh, you know, it's honestly just been incredibly, you know, difficult. Uh, to watch this year, and I love this quote from the Crown Club, which is a Hornets fan page. They also talk about the Panthers, and they said it plainly on Instagram. They said the Panthers had no identity, no culture, no direction, no QB, no O line, and no coach. And uh, those are the kind of things you need to win. And after going three and zero, they're on a two and ten run here. Uh, so uh, hmm. looking like you know another time for the draft. Uh, but the road being good again uh, is very long, and, uh, you know, it's just tough. Um, next week they'll play at the Saints, and uh, both of those teams are going to miss the playoffs, so we'll uh, hopefully, you know, just, uh, I guess, lose to get a better draft pick, but uh, at this point I don't really know. But taking you through the uh, NFL playoff picture, uh, the Packers uh, remain dominant, uh, clinching their division, and the uh, Cowboys and Bucks uh, clinch their division as well. And uh, the Cardinals have placed the playoffs, and uh, you know as of the Rams, uh, and uh, you know looking looking like uh, there's still a little bit of drama left uh, with the 49ers and uh, the Vikings are holding strong there uh, you know, for the last two wild card spots. So Sam, why don't you take us through the AFC?
0: So in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs have clinched their division at eleven and four. Um, the Tennessee Titans are looking pretty good at ten and five. Um, and coming in at eight and six is the Cincinnati Bengals, um, out of the NFC North. Then the Buffalo Bills at nine and six, um, Indianapolis Colts at five, the Patriots at six, and the Dolphins at seven.
1: Yeah, and Sam, uh, obviously, you know you are a Derrick Henry expert after having him on your fantasy team, and then having mm-hmm. him get hurt. Um, obviously, Tennessee is the number two seed. Um, do you think that? the Derrick Henry injury could limit them uh, from making it to an AFC championship or the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that it will um, because he's such a huge part of their offense. um, And they've shown that they can win without him, but I don't think that they can win on that next level that the playoffs show.
1: Hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the Patriots still, um, you know, they're still in an okay position after uh, me and you picked them uh, to make it to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're 9-6, and six, as Sam said. Um, still kind of tied uh, for that, you know, uh, division lead. Um, but very tight uh, in the, uh, in the uh, um, AFC right now. And I can't wait to see how it unfolds. And uh, almost uh, here to the playoffs, and then, you know, kind of we hit that big swing of sports at the beginning of the new year. Uh, But that's going to do it for our football segment. Uh, Sam, any final thoughts? Nope. All right, that's going to do it uh, for this NFL and college football segment, and we'll be right back with the NBA. A mile-high miracle. uh, That's what it took uh, for the Charlotte Hornets to meet Sam's hefty goal of 2-0 last week. Uh, But they did it uh, down 17, entering the fourth quarter in Denver. Uh, they escaped with the victory in, uh, from incredible shooting uh, from Jalen McDaniels uh, and uh, you know Kelly Oubre Jr. Um, but it looks like uh, this Horn team has a lot more resolve than we thought, and uh, they did it. Uh, they met Sam's goal. Uh, they went 2-0 in the week last week, uh, beating the Nuggets and the Rockets in dominant fashion. Uh, last night they beat the Rockets, and uh, they're still eighth in the Eastern Conference uh, at 18 and 17. Uh, but did you know that the Hornets have played the least home games in the NBA while playing the most games overall. Uh, so, you know, maybe things are looking up because they have, um, I think, a 680 winning percentage at, at the uh, Hive. So, uh, you know, maybe uh, things are looking up for them. Um, but, Sam, uh, you know, why don't you tell us our player of the week uh, this past week?
0: Um, so our player of the week this week has to be Terry Rozier. Um with twenty seven points against the Rockets last night, he was a leading scorer. Um just you know, great shooting. Um but really this player of the year or player of the game could, could go to any of the starting five. Um but with Terry being the leading scorer, I think it's gotta be him.
1: Yeah, and uh, Miles Bridges and PJ Washington have entered the COVID protocols, but the NBA has changed its rules and it's now six days is the quarantine period. Uh, so they will be back um, next uh, Sunday uh, for the Hornets game against the Suns. And speaking of next week, we got the Pacers. Uh, we travel to Indiana on Wednesday, and then Suns at home, and then the Wizards on the road. And uh, Sam, what you give us our goal for this next week?
0: Um, I think that two and one would be really good um, with wins against the Pacers and Wizards. Uh, but the Suns are going to be a really really hard team to beat. Um, so, I think 2 and 1 is reasonable.
1: All right, and looking at the top dogs in the Eastern Conference, the uh, Nets reign supreme after two wins uh, this week. Uh, the Bulls uh, went 2 0 this week, uh, so they're still in the two spot. Um, Milwaukee got that nice Christmas win, and they're still in the three spot. And the Miami Heat have overtaken the Cavs, they just take the four spot. All right, Sam, what's take us to the West?
0: So, at West, the Golden State Warriors still up top there um, after a win against Phoenix. Phoenix coming in at second at 26 and 7, the Jazz in third at 24 and 9, and then the Grizzlies at 21 and 14.
1: And uh, we do have to talk about uh, obviously uh, the biggest day of the regular season, the Christmas Day games. And uh, Sam, you said this Hawks Knicks game uh, was going to be your most exciting game uh, to watch. And uh, why don't you tell us about that one?
0: Um, it turned out to be not that exciting uh, as the Knicks ran away with it. Um, And Kimball Walker, a strong performance with 10 points, 12 assists, and 10 rebounds. Um, You know, there's not much to say about this game. Um, Just a strong performance from the Knicks all around.
1: Yeah, and then a huge comeback for the Bucs. They were down big at one point in the fourth quarter. Uh, But Giannis playing brilliantly in his first game back from COVID Protocols. Um, beating the Celtics with 36 points, 12 rebounds, and uh, 5 assists. So Sam, why do you talk about the uh, Warriors-Suns game?
0: So the Warriors-Suns game uh, pretty much came down to the wire. Um, but, you know, Steph Curry, 33 points and 6 assists. Um, these are looking like MVP numbers. What do you think?
1: Well, I said that the leading storyline coming out of Christmas Day games would be that Kevin Rand would be the leading MVP candidate. Uh, But then he got COVID, so he ruined that all. Um, But I think there's a long way to go. And interesting to see what will happen when Klay Thompson returns. Uh, That's looking like it's going to happen the next couple weeks. So maybe, uh, you know, if Klay Thompson comes back, Steph's numbers go down. You know, maybe he gets in a shooting rut because Klay's taking a lot more shots. So we'll just have to see. Um, but a lot of games to be played, You know, not even halfway done with the season yet. And looking at the Nets, Lakers game, James Harden with incredible 36-point triple-double uh, against the Lakers. And we do have to talk about the Lakers, who are currently in ninth uh, at 16-18. They've lost five in a row, have the most difficult schedule coming in uh, the rest of the way. Sam, is this team in trouble?
0: Uh, yeah, I think that they are very much so in trouble. Um, I saw this post on Instagram it was showing guys on the Lakers team that I've never seen before. Um, but it's just kind of weird because you have all the, you have these three superstars in uh, LeBron James, um, Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis uh, eating up all that salary. And then you have all these random, hardly even role players that don't even know what they're doing. Uh, so I'm like, I've, I feel like this uh, acquirement of, um, of uh, Russell Westbrook actually hurt them. So I think they are in trouble. Yeah.
1: And uh, obviously, you know, Anthony Davis uh, has suffered a knee injury and will be out for the next month. Um, they have a super difficult schedule. As I mentioned, they have to play the Jazz three times, the Suns twice, and the Warriors twice, I think. Uh, so it's going to be very difficult uh, for them to come home. But LeBron's putting up great numbers, so, but they just cannot play defense on anybody. Russell Westbrook has been shooting terribly uh, in clutch time, and, uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a struggle coming home for them. Um, but Sam, why don't you take us through our last game of the night?
0: So our last game of the night was the Mavericks at the Jazz. Um, I did not watch this game, um, but Donovan Mitchell had 33 points. Uh, so, you know i I don't really have anything to say about it,
1: yeah, it was a pretty uh boring game, um you know, but that's why I was last <laughs> um so uh looking uh at one big thing though is the Kyrie Irving situation who has decided to come back to the n b a um he is in in uh in uh, COVID protocols right now um he got covid after coming back um coincidentally, and uh he will be back though pretty soon, uh but he cannot play in New York City, so he can't play. Uh, Home games or games uh, in Madison Square Garden. Um, So, uh, Sam, uh, does this move make sense, or do you think that the chemistry imbalance will happen? You know, if he can only play, you know, one third of the games uh, because of the restrictions.
0: Um, I think that it is not going to work. Um, The Nets already look really good without him, so I think that it's a. I think it is going to mess up the chemistry.
1: Uh, what we'll did to see about that? So, if you were the general manager of the Nets, uh, would you keep Kyrie on the sidelines until he gets the vaccine, play him part time as they're doing now, or trade him? Um.
0: Uh, well, I think I don't. I don't think that he's gonna get the vaccine. Um, but you know, I I don't know that trading him would be a good option either. So maybe maybe you do just plan part time like they're doing
1: uh well we'll see how that all works out um obviously playoff time that could be important you know not having him uh, for the home games of a series um you know home crowds are becoming you know more advantageous uh, this year with fans a little bit more boisterous uh, the home records are significantly up uh, from last year obviously and uh you know we'll see how that all plays out but uh Sam, any follow thoughts here nope all right, that's going to do it uh, for our NBA segment, and we'll be right back with some college hoops. All right, welcome back to college basketball on Cardon Lowry, and uh, the game that Reed hyped up, the team that Reed hyped up uh, was this Arizona team, and they lost uh, to Tennessee, uh, one of UNC's losses, 77-73 uh, to 73, um, last Tuesday. Great win uh, for the Volunteers, and, uh, you know, tough to see Arizona's undefeated record go down, but, you know, they still lost to a pretty good team. And next week we'll have number sixteen LSU taking on number eleven Auburn, number seventeen Tennessee taking on number nineteen Alabama, and number one Baylor taking on number eight Iowa State. Uh, the Tar Heels improved the record to nine and three last week, uh, winning against Appalachian State in a dominant win. And uh, next week they were supposed to play Virginia Tech. That game got canceled. They'll play Boston College uh, in their one game on Saturday this coming week. Uh, so Sam, why don't you give us our uh, goal for the week next week from Tar Heels?
0: Um, I think the goal this week is pretty obvious. It's got to be one zero. You'd never make a goal zero and one. They got to win this game.
1: Wise words uh, from Sam Carter. But um, something that has been, uh, you know, talked about a lot is the cancellations of college basketball and they're happening left and right uh, among the top twenty five teams. Marquee matchups going down um, because of COVID. And I ask you, Sam Carter, uh, at what point is a level of cancellations enough to pause the season?
0: Um, you know, that's tough because it seemed like in 2019 or early 2020, it, it sort of just happened abruptly. Um, it's, it's hard to say. I, I think that, you know, you have to take other precautions first, like maybe limit the amount of people in the stands, or limit what the players can do outside of basketball, um, and then once you've made those changes, and there's still uh, coronavirus passing around, um, I think that then then you look at pausing the season.
1: And uh, you know, obviously, you know we're coming to the end of the NFL. They've had some struggles, but they're going to push through it. Uh, it looks like. Uh, the NBA has had a lot of COVID, but they haven't had to really cancel that many games. Um, you know, college basketball, I think, is a uniquely vulnerable sport to this just because of, you know, the way the team's got to move around so much compared to college football. You know, you're only going one place a week. Uh, while mm-hmm. still being a college student, you know, it's not your job to just uh, be a basketball player. You have to, you know, still go to school and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a unique challenge in the finish. Uh, but hopefully you still have fans in the, in the stands for March Madness. Um, but... UNC embarking on uh, ACC play. Uh, a relatively weak ACC this year, Sam. Uh, they will play twenty ACC games. Uh, the Virginia Tech game, uh, obviously, been postponed to later. Um, but what would you say? Out of twenty, uh, is a good goal uh, for the number of wins the Tar should get in the ACC this year.
0: Um, you know, I think, I think, uh, you know, you're probably. Gonna lose to Duke at least once. Um, NC State, despite a loss to Wright State, still a pretty good team. Um, Virginia, obviously, not bad. Um, so I think I think you're looking at 15 wins is would be a really good season. Um, so I think that's maybe a goal or what what we're looking for.
1: All right, and uh, you know, the critical thing here is we will track the top dogs um, in the coming weeks uh, in the ACC because the top 4 seeds as you know uh, get that double bye in the ACC tournament. It's so critical uh, you know to already get your ticket uh, in the uh, quarterfinals and uh, you know, we'll see how it all folds out, but uh, you know, a tough year for the ACC, you know, only Duke they are the rank second. Uh, but we'll see if any of the other ACC teams can kind of have a breakout here. And uh, find a way to make it into the top 25. But, uh, Sam, any final thoughts here? No. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 59 of Cardin Lowry. You hear from us next Tuesday.